Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And you can follow us on social media. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. As I said, Olden Polonies, friend of the show, former NBA veteran, will join us at the bottom of the hour, and that is always fun. And then we'll follow it up with a, a shop talk. And Rob, <laughs> this looks like a Rob Parker topic. No, this is uh, from yesterday, Chris, talking about, <laughs> you remember what we talked about? Yeah, yeah. It'll I want to hear your fun. answer on it. I can't wait. All right, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, uh, right now we're going to address, we're going to go back somewhat to this Brian Flores situation because this is a story that's not going away. This isn't. Right. A one-time story. You talk about one day and then it fades away. He is suing the NFL alleging racism. And uh, one of the teams in the suit, Rob, is three of them. That, well, he is essentially the whole league. Right. But, but, but he three individual Giants, teams. Right. right. Giants for interviewing him uh, when they had no intention of hiring him. And they already exactly. made up their mind to hire Brian Dable. Um, the De- Denver... And who's the other team that's named? Uh, obviously, Miami. And so Tiki Barber, who, of course, had a tremendous career with the Giants, uh, was a great running back, and does now he's in our business, Rob. Right. They're on the fan in New York, him and Brandon Tierney, who yeah. I used to work with, Chris, at ESPN Radio in New York. Brandon and I had a, a short-lived radio show Okay. okay. in New York. And um, they were talking about, obviously, the situation. And Tiki Barber really stood up for the Giants and the Mara family, the owners, and uh, got emotional about it. Here he is. I know them intimately. So when I say I don't believe they're racist, it's because I, I know they're not. And yeah, I mean, they don't have the, 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 the right head coach, the black head coach, uh, even though there's black players. They don't have a black general manager or a black coordinator, I know they're not a racist organization. And so for Dwayne to, to try to boil me into saying something that's not true, it's frustrating because you don't know my truth and you don't know my, my, my interactions with this, with this Giants organization. All right, Rob. Uh, Chris, you, I, I'm going to say passionate this. About and it. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to, let's just, I'm going to go for this. Shame on Tiki Barber. Shame on Tiki Barber. I'm glad you got so passionate and so worked up about defending the Maras. And whether or not, I'm not here to call them racist, Chris, or whatever you want to say. But it's been 100 years in this league of unfair and, dis- and disgraceful hiring practices. Even so bad that they had to implement a rule called the Rooney Rule which would force 
white owners to even interview black people. To interview them, Chris. You know why? Right. Not to hire them. Not to hire them, to interview them, them because coaching cycles went on and on and on, and people were hired, and guess what? No black people were even interviewed. I'm glad you're so emotional for the Maras. I wish you were that emotional for the plight of the black coaches. But Brian Flores doesn't matter to you. Neither does Eric Bieniemy or, or Byron Leftwich. Okay? What you got to do is go out of your way to talk about how they treat you. Smokescreen the story. Steal the story. Be mad because people aren't happy about the Giants hiring practices. That's right. Protect that suite and the party invite and the Christmas party, Chris, and the giveaways and all that. Tiki doesn't care. You know why? He has a comfy, cozy media job. Chris, he's not in the coaching ranks. He don't need a gig. Did he think for one minute about that? Brian Flores gave up his coaching career at 41. You're not going to take that guy seriously? Chris, it wasn't on his way out at 65 where he drops a bomb and walks out knowing he's never going to coach again? (laughs) Think about that. Right. That's where you should be. Uh, and, and, And this league, I would have loved. I didn't hear the whole show. I doubt Tiki Barber talked about guy after guy, Chris, where black coaches are overlooked. They got better resumes, more experience, probably played in the league. And these young white guys who don't have any of their experience or resume gets hired over and over. The reason we're here, and what I mean here, this lawsuit and how people feel, is because of former players and guys like Tiki Barber. They're enablers. Every time something comes up, Chris, they run to protect those guys, the offenders. Oh, they're a good guy. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's their track record we're talking about. Not them personally. And how, how you feel about them or how they treated you? That's what we got, Chris, during the Black Lives Matter. It's about the flag. It's about the flag. Let's throw the smoke screen. Let's get people worked up. It's about the flag. It was never about the flag. And it's not about how they treat you, Tiki Barber. You got it wrong. Stick to the effing topic at hand. It's about the, we got eight coaches or so have been hired already this year. No black coaches. It, how many is it now? Seven or eight. No, I mean, how many coaches have been hired? Not Something black, like period. Six now? Six, okay, and none so black. So six, and there's six. three left. Right. And, and, and if Tiki has to go to bat, Chris, and say they're not racist, oh, it must be. Because of the way they treated him. And here's my other problem. I'm sorry. I get former athletes, what they bring to the table. But stop listening to these guys 
when it comes time to defend their school, their former coaches, their owners, or whatever. Because these guys are in bed with them, okay? And it's the same people who told us, oh, don't blame Joe Paterno. You know what? Joe Paterno's a great football coach, Chris. You remember that? Don't, the, but Bo Schembechler, don't soil his name. Michigan just paid out a half a billion dollars. Right. Bobby Knight, he drafted me. He was a, Bobby Knight's the greatest guy I ever met. And here's my other part. Don, Donald Sterling, Chris, he can't be racist. He owns an NBA team and he pays black guys millions of dollars. Right. Did you hear the tape? We heard the tape. Just because somebody's paying black people or employ black people doesn't mean that they're not racist or, or they don't look at or value black people the same way in positions of power. The reason that the NFL 70% black is because those are the best available players. You know why the NHL is 95% black? It's white, not because white. the owners are white are racist, Chris. The white owners are racist. It's because those are the best available players to play hockey. All right, that's well, my last point. My last point. Right. We got to stop doing this. We got to stop making excuses when we're talking about a track record. The NFL has a 100-year track record. Stop making excuses. Talk about the issue at hand, Tiki. Why? Why haven't they hired a black coach? Eric Bieniemy has been dying for a job for three years. Why? That's what we want to talk about, not whether or not you like somebody because they drafted you or you played on the team or they send you a Christmas card or invite you into their suite. Just because they treat you nicely doesn't mean that they treat everybody else the same way or they deal with people the same way. What the Giants did was a fraud, a sham, and they should be raked over the coals for for making Brian Flores uh, perform for a dog and pony show, Chris, when they already had a coach. That's why they should be raked over the coals. Well, well said. Well said, Rob. Um... The first thing I didn't like about what Tiki said is the way he kept emphasizing the word black. Right. They don't have a black coach. They don't have a black GM. They don't have a black. Like what? Like you making light of this? Like you said, because, you know, that's ridiculous. And here's the thing that Tiki doesn't understand. This is not about the Mars personally. Right. I'm, you know what, right? And I don't know them. I never met them. I'm sure they're nice to black people, not just Tiki Barber. And they probably don't have much personal, if any, personal prejudice toward black people. Right? They probably treat them fine. But I don't, this ain't about personal relationships. When we talk racism, it's not about personal relationships. That's what I'm certainly with me. Absolutely. I don't care. Let, listen to me and listen to me good. I don't care 
if a white person does not like me. I don't care if they don't like me because I'm black. I don't care. You ain't got that much power over me. What I care about is when you have the power in society or in a company to hinder my quality of life because I'm black or other black people's quality of life. That's what I care about. Care if you don't like me because you black. Who are you? You're not that important that I got to feel that way. It's not going to make me feel bad. That's your loss. But when you have the power to hold me back or hold people like me back, that's the problem. And John Merrick, while they may not be racist personally in terms of relationships, they are a part of a system that has systematically held back black people when it comes to coaching and being in front office positions. And they haven't done anything about it. They had a black GM once. Couldn't but they have, for the most out. part, they haven't done anything about it. And that's what people are talking about. It's not about John Mara being a nice guy. He probably right. is. Probably nice to whites, blacks, all types of people. It's about the system, and he's part of it. And he has the power. He's in a position where he can affect change. And I hate Rob now. I hate this situation now for Eric B. Enemy, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, and all the other qualified black coordinators out there now because it's almost like the if one, when one of them does get hired, it's, it's going to feel like, uh, right. And even if it's not, that's how it's going to appear and feel like. And so that's what we're talking about. And for Tiki Barber to act like it's just about liking people and socializing with people. I got news for you. Blacks and whites socialized, had sex, did all types of junk during slavery. The little kids were growing up together for a little while, being friends. The little slave owner, owner's child with the little slave children. And they were friends as little kids. But then as they got older, there was a power dynamic. And the little friend you had years ago was now your owner. That's what we're talking about. I know this isn't slavery, but the power dynamic. Racism is about power, capital, and resources. It's not about liking each other. Yeah, of course, we want to like each other, have relations, but it's about power. That's why I was so offended by that, Chris, because it's, not, it's just not about somebody personally or right. how you get treated. It's a bigger story there. And to, 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 to reduce it to, I know them. I've known them for 25 years. And I'm getting emotional and I'm going to break down. Because how could you say that about the Maras? Really? All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. What do you think about Tiki Barber's comments? And and you know how we are. You might agree. If you agree, we want to hear from you. We hear all sides. Uh, But what what, what are your thoughts? That's what we want to hear. What are your thoughts on Tiki Barber's comments? 877-99 on Fox, I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. You should see Rob Parker (laughs) dancing. He got something off his chest. I I was in the parties in the basement, Chris... Dancing to this, I remember this very vividly. Yes, this the was the jam. Line? Are you kidding me? I was just a little kid. I, what was this? Your yeah. wedding? Yeah, uh, your wedding or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were at the top of the stairs of the basement listening right, to the right. music. Right, <laughs> My That's parents a, were down there. Exactly. That's what the kids party. used to do. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, AutoZone. If you have a dead battery, that's where you need to go. It's America's number one. Battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone. It's your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox. What were your thoughts on Tiki Barber's comments? All right, let's kick it off with Howard in Los Angeles. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Howard? Hey, uh, man, I just wanted to say Rob and Chris hit it dead on. I mean, sometimes you got to hit where the punches hurt. But for some unknown reason, I don't understand how Tiki didn't get it with his comments. And it clearly pointed that. He didn't get it. He doesn't understand. The Ernie Davis is in the, in the, in the uh, Jim Brown that paved the way for us to even be allowed to play into the NFL. I have a son right now who's 22, who's making his way into the NFL, who's earned his degrees in college. And I know that journey isn't over for him, but we can't continue the same journey as the road that we're going on. No. In even ownership. No. In the leadership can- role. Right. I and love how- what Tom, well, I love what 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 uh, what uh, Bun- uh, Dungey has done, but I, we need more Dungey. We need a whole lot more. Right, and and the we just- we there are very few African Americans who can afford to own an NFL team. Right, very few. But Chris. why? Very but few. why? Why? Well, because we don't have that. We 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 we've been no, let's, let's get to the root. The, the right. wealth, make right. Of, That's of related truth. to racism. And I don't think it's about having capital or background. I don't think it's about that. I think it's more of like the good old boys club. No, it is about it is about capital. We don't have the money because so, for generation after generation, a couple, right. really, but, it's but a it's, few. It's, it's, it's a handful. It's but we we've about historically been day. denied. Right. Most of us from gaining generational wealth. Chris, That's told- where the racism of the past impacts us today. Just like generational told- wealth, owning a home, passing it down, having life insurance. Yes. All that that we were denied. That's what and I was then, talking and about. And then you notice during segregation when we had thriving black communities, a lot of them were burnt to the ground. Yep. Like this, and so that this is right. not just, oh, the blacks just don't have the money. Well, Why? Why? Let's really look at it. Yep. Quincy in New York. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Quincy? Uh, hey, what's up, Rob and Chris? Big fan. First time, Thank long you. time. Thank Appreciate you. it. Hey, um, yeah, so I listen to that show every day. 
Um, that clip you played was actually from yesterday, and today even doubled down even more. And I agree with Chris when he said it almost seemed like he was making fun of the whole situation and just dismissive of everything that right. um, Brian Flores was saying. And I actually tried to call up, but I, I was getting so angry just listening to it. I, I couldn't believe that he had that stance. Um, yeah, I'm as big a Giants fan as anybody. I know he played for the Giants for however many years, but right. I mean, but to be so dismissive of Brian Flores, I mean, it was right. Really That's the thing. Look, you can time. have your opinion. We we may disagree Thanks, with it, Quincy. but he can have yep. his opinion. But for him to make light of it the way he did, if a white person did that, he probably get called out on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I we just, need a black coach because we don't have a black this. We don't have a black like really like dude. That's really what you think? Yep. That was, we that's, haven't made any of this progress without demand. You got to. You demand. know why the NFL started having more black players because the AFL was taking them. Yep. And they were taking like, guys yep. from HBCUs. And, Same and thing with start, the NBA and, they, and, and the ABA. ABA had all the black players. Absolutely, Chris. You know it. Uh, Marcus in Austin, Texas. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Marcus? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Appreciate your take. Thank you. Um, man, you guys were spot on, and I, I do agree. There was a condescending tone that came from Tiki Barber. Um, there's a stigma that, that has remained in the NFL for years, and it's been promoted and projected that blacks aren't cerebral or smart enough and it still remains. And that's right. why you see this lack of us being promoted. I'll say this. There's, you have, there's a host on Fox that his show's on every day, and I don't think he's racist, but if you listen to him, every time he brings up Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, Zach Taylor, he calls them smart. I've never heard him one time call a black coach smart. When he said he loves Mike Tomlin, he said he's a great motivator. He can inspire us, but he right. never calls us smart, and, and that stigma still remains. You mean to this is, very he on, is he on our network? Don't say the name, Ryan. Right. No, I'm he's not. On your, okay. He's on okay. your network every I, single I kinda day. I kind of got an idea of who yeah, it is. We got yeah, I just wanted to know. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Every day, and he, every time he brings them up, he says these guys are young and they're smart. But he never says that. And you remember, there was a day when black quarterbacks couldn't play because they didn't think we were cerebral enough. Oh, they didn't think we could. We couldn't be centers. Office. We couldn't right. be middle linebackers, and we couldn't yes, be uh, quarterbacks. Exactly. And like I said the other day, Rod, there was a time 120 years ago when it was said we couldn't be athletes. Period. Right. Because we couldn't we, think under pressure. We couldn't handle the pressure. We'd melt. We, you know, we'd have breakdowns. Uh, just think about that. We no, couldn't be athletes. And it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it's just amazing when you this think shows about you it. But, stuff but is that, just made up. But, but, but these guys running to the defense of these owners, Chris, time and time again, we got to stop doing that. Let's deal with the issue. Let's talk about it and, and, and talk about it. I would love to hear Tiki's reasoning on why he thinks this is going on and why it continues to go on. And even after all the stink about these black coaches not getting opportunities, Chris, we're, we're staring down. I would like to be right. Why I is would, there I one would. black coach in the league? Right. Why? And, and, and with all the openings this year, there's a chance black coaches could get shut out. There is. That would be incredible considering – were we shut out like no, we got Cully last year who was right. just clearly a under just the a, wire. Right. Yeah, and clearly just, you know, one year. They they probably felt they were doing him a favor. Hey, we're gonna give this guy, we'll hire him, we'll get him, you know, nobody can say we didn't hire a black coach. Yep. We'll give him a year. He'll get paid. He's gonna get twenty two million dollars. 
So he'll be good, and and that'll be that. And that'll I'm be sure the that's what the, some of the thinking is. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Former NBA veteran, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, our man, friend of the show, the best chess player in Ladera Heights, California. I can attest to it. I saw him up at the Starbucks putting in work. <laughs> My man, Olden Polynese. What's up, brother? What's happening? Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? We are good. We are good. Let's get right into it. It's a lot to talk to. We're getting to you late. But let's start with the NFL. Uh, Brian Flores' lawsuit. Are you up on that? Do you have an opinion on that? What are your thoughts? Oh, you know I have an opinion. I'm the guy that did a hunger strike. So you know I have right, an opinion right, about it. Right. That's right. <laughs> Right. About all of this Plus, stuff. you just texted me to ask you that question. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I did not. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I stand with Brian Flores, and the bottom line is this. And I would have stood for him if he was white, pink, purple, blue. Right. Um, the bottom line is this. He's not saying, you know, you need to hire people because they're black. But you should not exclude them either because they're black. Right. At the end of the day, you want the best person possible. But how are you going to do that if you're already excluding a group of people based on the color of their skin? And that's the problem. I understand that these owners, they own the team. I get that. They can play the semantics games all they want. Well, we're not going to call them owners anymore. We're going to call them governors or whatever like the NBA's right. done. At the end of the day, they're billionaires that said, you know, hey, I want to own a football team because you got to remember, they're not. These guys were already billionaires when they right. bought the football teams, right? <laughs> so, and billionaires tend to, you know, do things the way they want. So, you know, the fact that you offered a man a hundred thousand, and I believe him on that one, that he was offered money to lose games. I believe him. I've seen it on the basketball side. We call mm-hmm. it tanking. And everybody thinks it's acceptable, but it's not. And so to me, we th- this thing needs to change. And what I need to see is this, fellas. I need to see not only Hugh Jackson, but all the coaches, Mike Tomlin, everybody. And I'm friends with Mike. And so it's like I need him to step up there and support Brian Floyd. I need to see um, Belichick, you know, support him. I need to see all these white coaches, Andy Reid, everybody support him as well. Right. Because this right. ain't cool. You know. No, I'm I'm with you. It, it ain't cool, and uh, at some point, enough is enough. And we're and we're an old and right now, th- there's three jobs left. So far, every new coach has been white, and six, there are three jobs left. Them. There's a chance that black coaches will get shut out. There'll be like nine openings, and no black guys will be hired. Of course. Amazing. Of course, and and status quo, and that's what Brian is fighting for. And that's why he said, you know, I'm probably not gonna, I'm probably not gonna ever coach again, which will be unfortunate because he is a really good young coach. Absolutely. But at the same time, the hit he's taking right now is gonna be felt years down the road at, because they're gonna have to make a change. And to me, you know how it is, guys. NFL, they don't worry about lawsuits. What they worry about is court of public opinion. Right. And that's where we're gonna have to hit them is in the court of public opinion. If if the if the evidence starts showing up and people start talking about it, that's going to put more of a dent in them than anything else. 
Holden, let, let, let's, we're gonna, uh, let's get to the NBA. Uh, Lakers, they lose to the Clippers last night. Uh, AD's playing well since he got back at 30 points. He got Westbrook. Uh, Clippers without Kawhi, without Paul George. Uh, what does this say about the, the Lakers? I mean, that, that even with their guys and the Clippers don't have their big guys and they still – they can't win. What, uh, talk about the well, future the for the Clip- Lakers. You got to remember, the Clippers were already built to be the scrappy team before Paul George and Kawhi got there. And when Kawhi got there and Paul George, we were like, oh, my God, that's going to take them over the top. And it didn't because Kawhi barely has played. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to do anything when a guy is not even on the court. You know, but the Lakers situation is so mind-boggling and perplexing. And I've been saying this, I think I've told you guys in the past, it's hard to depend on a guy that falls down and breaks apart every time. <laughs> I'm no, so this, this, tired right. of this thing. You, At some point in time, you got to know the difference between injured and hurt. Right. And try to play through the hurt. Because yeah. half the stuff you have is not an injury. You're just hurting. So right. what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me ask you about this. Uh, Ben Simmons, Philadelphia. If you were a team thinking about trading for him, would you be concerned about his mental state? Like, everybody kind of assumes, and I think Ben assumes, oh, once I get out of Philly, I'll be, you know, everything will be good mentally. I won't have any mental blocks or anything. Would you be concerned? Because last time we saw him, he was afraid to shoot layups. So, you know, what, what's your thought on him, what he's doing, and, and just if you were an opposing team looking to maybe trade for him? My thought on that is he's still afraid to shoot. <laughs> so he's certainly afraid to shoot jumpers, changed. yeah. Nothing has changed. And remember the old saying, the grass may look green on the other side. It might be because you're wearing rose-colored glasses or green-colored glasses. But it ain't always, you know, best with somebody else. You know, right. sometimes it's always good to just stay where you are. And but that's not gonna happen with Philadelphia. We know that. And but the thing I can't wait to see is when he comes back as a visitor in Philadelphia. Oh god. Oh my goodness. That's he might the only sit those thing. games. I'm, out. I'm, I'm that, hoping you he know gets what, Holden, you're right. That. that might be like the the all time worst of a visiting player coming back. To Ever. a city, I, Ever. You got LeBron going back. That? LeBron going back to Cleveland was crazy. That's the worst I've seen so far. I bet oh, you Ben be Simmons is first time. It's gonna be worse than that. Mm, mm. Would you? There's talk that. about the Nets possibly a possible Harden for Simmons trade. What's your thoughts on that? I think that's probably you know that's a good look. You know they're gonna look at it because Daryl Morey has a relationship with James Harden. But again. It's so weird that all you're doing is like switching players because they unhappy. Dude, grow up. This is a business. Right. You right. guys need to just do your jobs and keep it moving. It is yep. absurd to me that these guys keep going through this. It's like James Harden's going to end up playing with every team in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we're going. All right, that's our man, Olden Polonese. We always appreciate you, man. Thank Thank you, you. buddy. All right, guys. All right, Shop Talk is next. Keep it locked. Ah, A couple Fox Sports Radio.
Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm coming out. All right. It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard. He is Rob Parker. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And it's time for Shop Talk. Uh-oh. Ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop. You know that. Ain't nobody exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop. Now, it's Shop Talk. That's right. It is Shop Talk right here on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio segment. We discuss something outside of the world of sports. Now, we normally don't do Shop Talks on Fridays. This is normally a Wednesday topic. I don't know if I like this topic. but I love this as, topic. As, <laughs> to Chris's point, this came out organically yesterday. It was not, not pre-planned. Why we didn't are you talk pushing about this, Rob? Before the show, nothing like that. It just don't came let up. me catch you looking at one of my daughters. <laughs> as, as you recall, yesterday, Rob Parker uh, made a comment about dating a, a young lady in her mid-20s. Literally young. And Chris is like, well, you know, my daughter, you said, what, 23? You said 24? Yeah, 23. Yeah. They'll be 24 in Exactly. And Rob, oh, that's, that's perfect. For me. Rob's like, that, that's, that's, <laughs> right, that's right up my alley. And so that, that sparked a discussion <laughs> on the air and off the air. So here's the question, guys. We'll start, Chris, we'll start with you because you're kind of the, the basis yes. of this whole thing. If you're a father of a young lady, a young woman, would you rather she date a young man who's around her age who doesn't treat her too nicely or somebody we'll say 32 years older <laughs> golly but who treats her so like So she's a, 24 he's 50 what at 56 Yeah who but treats you treats her like a queen I bet he does <laughs> Chris if he's 56. <laughs> you will start with you. Yes, Chris. I want to hear your why answer. Are, why are those the only choices? I mean, really? No, no. Yes. My daughters are beautiful inside out. They graduated from terrific colleges, got great jobs. They that Those are not their only two choices. But, hey, I'll play along. Play along, please. I mean – Honestly, you, you want somebody that's going to treat your daughters nicely. That right. is going to respect them and treat them like queens, regardless of the race and regardless of the age. I mean, if the, if those were my only two choices, and Rob, don't get any any no, ideas. No, I'm not talking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd rather an older guy that's going to respect them, love them, treat them right. Than a younger guy who's going to, you know, treat Mess him like trash. Them. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I, and and Chris, you know, like like seriously, like I don't think I would ever marry a really young woman. I wouldn't because I see guys do it all the time. I think it's a mistake. I just do because you can't really keep up with them. You're gonna have <laughs> some issues. No, I'm just being real. They're nice to hang out with, maybe go out once in a while, but like marry, no. But I do believe in that if somebody's in love and they treat your daughters, if I had daughters well or and they were happy, I would never stand in the way because of what my ideal of a guy would be. You know what I mean? Like what I would think. Like I just couldn't do that because they ultimately have to be happy. Now, Rob G., you have a daughter who's not close to getting married, but where are you on this? Okay, and that hypothetical, like like to your point, is she's in her early twenties and the guy is 
in his late 50s, mid 50s. Right. I'd rather she date the younger guy who didn't treat her too much. Really? Yeah. Are yeah. you serious? Wow. Yes. He's cheating on and, her? And he's he, beating he, on her? Right? Well, okay. well, no, Chris, beating on them is different than not okay. treating them Okay, nice. so okay. he's cheating. Okay. So he's just running around you know, he's left just, and right he's behind just, their back. He's just a jerk, right? Well, hey, okay. he's well hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because that a jerk... Okay, that, he, there's there's he, degrees he, to this. He, he'd rather go kick it with his homies than spend yes. time with her for nah, her birthday. No, 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 no. We can't no. have Chris. That we not no not, physical stuff. Yeah, just, okay, on, okay, it don't have to be physical. But but it's but like one guy, on one guy, he, one guy. He's kind of he's he's always he's always hiding his cell phone. You don't know what's going on. Like you don't you can't say for sure that he's cheating, but you know he's kind of sketchy, right? I'd rather her be with that guy and learn the harsh lessons about life. Than me and my friend who I go out to gin on Saturdays with, <laughs> and he also comes over, and him and my daughter are in their bedroom together. Well, like, see, I, I can you, never get over that. You've taken it to different places, though. Number one, you're talking about a guy that's just got some flaws, and I'm talking. I was thinking not beating on not him, a but good cheating, guy. Right, running right. around behind her back, and I also was thinking marriage. Okay. Well, I wasn't thinking right. about, oh, she just, just going dating. on a date. Well, marriage. Right. Right. I'm right. thinking marriage. And I wasn't thinking, oh, it's one of my boys either. No, no, That no. would be a problem. Like if it's no. a co-host on a show, like that would be kind of weird. <laughs> but Chris. Yeah, no, what? that would be a problem. If it's, if it's somebody I know I've hung right. out with, played ball with, and, and now he's trying to date my daughter. He's like, uh, Chris, we, we, need to, some, we need to talk some, after the show because yeah, your daughter's tripping. But Chris, what if that older guy could get her a discount on odd couple merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what do you think about this? Man, there's so much to break down. Um, so first off, I'm with Rob G. I say definitely I'll take the younger over the older cat. For simple facts, that's life lessons you're going to be learning, and then hopefully they get that phase but out of again, them. again, dating, that's what you're talking about. Well, I'm talking about marriage. But see, let's be real, CB. Let's go on dating. What do people truly date for nowadays? Are people dating to find a spouse or husband or just dating to have well, fun? it depends on their, their views, right? outlook on yeah. life. Well, I would think we've, yeah, well, I think we've washed but, down dating entirely from what it should be. So I'm just saying, it, like, yeah. from a young aspect, bro, I'll take the younger guy all day because she can learn her lesson. She can go through all that stuff. She can find out, well, you know what? Maybe the jerk isn't what I want long term. Absolutely, baby. Because if she does it with the older guy, well, hopefully he's alive long enough so she can learn a lesson. I don't know, you know? So. No, look, I'm with you if that's what we're talking We're just talking about a few dates. or that, that, right. That's but one But marriage, thing. You, would want your, right. you would want your daughter to marry the guy who's going to treat her right. the best. Right. Period. I mean, he'll leave Rob her money. G, he so, wants yeah. him to you, marry the best man at his wedding. That would have been great. Can you imagine that, Chris? What? Like, if your best man at your wedding is no. the guy who's dating oh, your no, daughter. You're no. like, nah, See, man. I'm with Chris See? on that. If I had first a daughter, all, if it's best it would be man, like, if first anybody. of all, my best man was my brother. So, <laughs> Were you guys born in Kentucky? Oh, no. <laughs> Keep it locked. One hour left. Odd couple.